Hey everyone, I'm Swati Rawat and welcome to the Visionary Podcast where I talk to visionary Indian women with inspiring, intriguing and aspirational stories. In episode 48, our visionary is Priyanka Save, co-founder of Ruzante, world's first and only alcobev company that makes Chiku alcobev for commercial use. Since their launch, Frusante added fruits like pineapple, strawberry, star fruit, mango in their offering and has one of the most varied and comprehensive ranges of 100% sparkling fruit alcoholic beverages in the market. Tune in as Priyanka talks about how and why she started Frusante and how it's helping farmers and keeping the brand sustainable. Swati, as uh, as a kid, I where I am right now, that is my native place, and I have been born and brought up here itself. Um, I I went to a school uh, very close uh, uh, in in the close vicinity, and uh, I have grown around Chiku farms. Uh, I've seen uh, you know my parents uh, how they started their entrepreneurial journey, uh, and you know how they've been through this entire uh, you know. Uh, Uh, from from my father being a teacher and my mom being a banker to being hospitality uh, you know entrepreneurs and running a full fledged resort so uh, my childhood was you know um, uh, uh, full of uh, uh, i would say you know uh, like a normal kid uh, you know uh, who 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 strives in a rural setting it was is completely like that yeah. um, uh, you know uh, in the rains we would go to the paddy fields and watch all you know them uh, uh, sowing rice um in in the mango season go to the farm we would pluck mangoes we would steal mangoes from the nearby farm so it was mm-hmm. it was uh, that's how my childhood was you know it was uh, it was uh, so, so many memories and you know uh, so much that uh, i just came back to the same place because i wanted to make more memories here so that that's uh, that's how my childhood was spent Yeah and for audience's clarity could you let us know where is it that you um are right now what is the exact location sure. So uh the, my hometown is Borodi uh, it is a coastal town the northernmost tip uh, of Maharashtra adjoining mm-hmm. Gujarat okay. so it is at the coastal okay. belt so that is my uh, that is my hometown there where I did my schooling yeah and uh, where I am right now the winery is also at the same location Okay okay so Priyanka what did you want to do when you were just growing up when you were a young adult uh, did you always did you know you were always going to eventually pivot towards something in farming um and and organic or did you have some other aspirations and then eventually you moved here uh as a kid i always uh, you know had aspirations to fly i wanted to be a fighter pilot and uh, uh, uh i you know i grew up uh, thinking that i would be one uh, uh, one of them one fine day after i did my 12th um i you know i went with that to khadakwasla because you know i had to give the nda exam and all and that's where i got to know at that point in time uh, women were only flying cargoes um, mm. there was no such provision that really disheartened me Hmm. Uh, but nonetheless i wanted to keep the field you know at least if i can't uh, if i can't uh, you know ride a, a cra- aircraft maybe i can i can make one so that's that's where i chose mechanical engineering um, 
uh, you know and i did my mechanical engineering from pune itself yeah and uh, what happened after that after you so, graduated yeah so after i graduated uh, you know i uh, since i said you know i wanted to make aircrafts uh, that was my dream and uh, uh, so i chose again a masters in mechanical engineering in the us uh, itself but um, uh, while i was you know while i was in the us uh, i got got to learn a lot of things i was exposed uh, to a lot of other opportunities uh, and i started value valuing what i had you know that you know people are uh, people people were talking about you know organic settings people were talking about you know being close to your roots so i think somewhere i realized that i was running behind something uh, you know which was so dreamy but yet uh, what i really loved was something completely different i started missing home i started missing you know uh, being in the farms i started you know because mm-hmm. when i was studying uh, i would always come back home very often uh, almost every weekend i was home Mm. and i just thought that you know i wasn't i wasn't happy where i was and hence after uh, studying in the us and i was working there for uh, you know i'm studying and working for about 5 years i just realized i said no this is uh, this is not what i want you know and uh, i just yeah. packed my bag and i came home <laughs> and um, could you tell us about fruzante like what is it and how did it happen so when you moved here in india did you have an idea about what you wanted to do and fruzante happened or did you explore uh, a couple of things here and there and eventually uh, you figured that you would like to start something like fruzante um uh, no i had absolutely no idea about uh, you know about alcoholic beverages or about wines or anything that was absolutely not on my mind at all uh when i you know when i got back home and uh, you know i was uh, i was i used to go to the resort every day with dad uh, just to just to see the operations and just to understand what you know what was happening and uh, that's the time you know when i used to also go to the farms and uh, was learning more about you know farming and that's when i realized that you know i should do something in uh, processing farm produce Hmm. Uh, so that was on my mind that you know I want to get into manufacturing and actually utilizing this farm produce because every day I saw not only uh, not only us but there were all the farmers around were just dependent upon sending the fruits to the market hmm. and hmm. they were sort of you know uh, they were at the mercy of the market a farmer who grows his own fruit has no right to price it you know he has to he has to heavily rely on uh, the middlemen hmm. and heavily thereafter rely on the market. Hmm. so he doesn't choose when to give his fruit because he doesn't have any option so that kind of pinched me i said that's really sad you know because i create something and i i can't even ask for a price for it that is something that really hit me hard and i said the only way out is to you know uh, own that entire value chain of uh, of producing something making a bright product out of something and you know having something like you know an agro tourism sort of a place where where people come where they are aware when there is some sort of marketing happening so that was something on my uh, on my head all the time yeah uh, so i started i started thinking i started talking to people because in this town there are a lot of you know small scale women have started small scale uh, of, of fruit processing especially chiku because where i where i am uh, our location which is called as dahanu golward is known for uh, uh, it has a gi or a geographical indication for premium quality chikus Okay. so when when i say geographical indication this is something similar to what devgadha apus has or your you know darjeeling tea or your assam tea has mm-hmm. so this is a same geographical indication which people were not aware of and they were not even talking about it 
so uh, so i said you know why not do something out of this fruit i started talking to people and uh, i i you know started uh, understanding what people are doing out of it and that's when i uh, and that and and frozante happened completely accidentally it was the juice which was just getting spoiled it was the chiku that was just getting spoiled and it uh, you know I, i started to think well i think fermentation is the way out fermenting the juice uh, would give me something that would give a you know give longevity to the product because chiku is a highly perishable produce hmm. you know uh, moreover you cannot make jams and jellies out of chiku uh, considering the chemical properties of the fruit all you can find uh, is is chiku milkshake at a, at this uh, you know any juice corner or you can find uh, you know these uh, chiku ice creams so i think that's about it that was the only utility the fruit had so uh, when this you know when this idea of fermentation came along it was kind of bizarre uh, that you know uh, fermenting of fruit uh, fruit juice and and doing what like you know that that was something in in my mind and uh, thereafter for one of my cousin's wedding i had to fly back to the us uh, and uh, that's and and fortunately her wedding was in the napa valley which is known mm-hmm. for wines yeah and that yeah. that 14 days that i spent there i think completely changed the way i was looking at uh, fermented fruit juice you know people uh, a, a, a region had made fortunes out of it and uh, you know i thought that same capability uh, uh, is that you know the place where i belong to has definitely it's beautiful picturesque a coastal town uh, has abandoned fruit and abandoned opportunities to you know explore that potential so that's how prosanthe happened Mm-hmm. And even uh, with this entire process, I mean, I'm sure even when you had the idea, how did you really execute on it? Because fermentation and all these things, especially with the fruit like chiku, would have required some non-traditional ways of going about it, right? Even the entire process. So, how did you set it up, and what were the product offerings? So, uh, when when this fermenting, you know, fermenting the juice came into mind, I was just seeing traditionally how people were get managing to get juice out of chiku, and it was absolutely uh, not feasible to do it like that, you know, when it comes to commercial production, because you want to have a certain percent yield that will give you some profits. Mm. Uh, so everything hinged around the profitability of a product that I was making, uh, because you know, for me, it was a mixed mixture of passion. and business you know i wanted yeah. to make a business out of it hmm. so uh, what i started doing is started uh, working on juice extraction of this fruit and how i could get maximum juice extraction from it started visiting our wineries uh, wineries in in and around nasik me and my father we visited around 50 plus wineries those that were not working those that were doing fantastic those who were mid scale large scale uh, micro scale we just we were just visiting several wineries and trying to understand the process uh, uh, you know and and started making our notes and that's when i realized that these wineries uh, uh, especially you know in nasik um, although government had has given so much of um, uh, you know uh, incentives to them incentivizes industry they have given exemptions in excise duty there is a vat exemption in spite of all of this there were barely two or three players who were doing good okay you know and uh, so i started to understand what was the problem i mean st- basically what i term it is as a study of failure hmm. you know as much hmm. as we study how people are being successful i think it's also important to understand why people fail and uh, uh, i think that was when you know i started i started studying why why these wineries were failing 
so mm. i found out that you know there were several issues uh, here number one was grape was a seasonal fruit it was only once in a year that you could crush them uh, and to maintain that juice uh, maintain that wine around the year until you get another batch of production you were only utilizing your plant capacity once in a year i thought that was a problem okay. and that's when i said you know you have to get into multiple fruits so you have to do multiple raw material to make uh, you know to divide your fixed costs and 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 make a business out of it so that's mm-hmm. how that's how i started thinking on those lines and meanwhile uh, i was also working on juice extraction uh, you know i i i i did my uh, uh, sommelier tasting just to understand what wine was because i was not a wine expert i was not somebody who appreciated wines at all uh, and i i did my uh, uh, you know i did certificate courses in 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 wine tasting to understand how it is being done i started uh, basics you know learning organic chemistry uh, learning how uh, what pectin enzymes do and what is the role of these in fruits so i just started you know my study around all of this uh i started uh, co- connecting with uh, you know uh, suppliers uh, who were supplying enzymes and other chemicals and yeasts to the wine industry uh, so as to how to manage a certain constituent that i was finding in the uh, in this juices and thankfully they all were very uh, you know helpful they helped they they helped me procure things and i started experimenting with them hmm. it just took me seven long years that was a very very long time but i oh, enjoyed wow. that uh i i enjoyed that time when i was doing all the r and d and you know uh, this at the time flew by and and by the by by the time you know we started the winery we had all the arms and ammunition required to run a full fledged commercial winery mhm and you know priyanka i at least i haven't heard um, anything like a chiku wine you know um i'm quite intrigued by the entire product so could you tell us uh, where is it available and if somebody who's listening to this podcast would want to have it and taste it how can they access the product uh, so we are the only winery in the world who's making uh, who com- who's commercially making uh, uh, an alcoholic beverage out of a fruit like chiku yeah uh, so so we are currently available in maharashtra and goa Uh, across all uh, popular retails uh, we are available so uh, you happen to stop by a wine shop or a beer, beer shop you can just ask for a frizzante chiku and uh, you could get an along with uh, along with frizzante chiku we have a, a range of other fruits okay. uh, which are you know we, we have a frizzante pineapple which is made from 100% pineapples we have a mango we have a strawberry we have a star fruit star fruit is again a tropical fruit which i haven't heard of anybody make anything out of till date when it comes to uh, fermented beverage hmm. so that was also something that uh, uh, you know choosing these different fruits because once i once i started making with one fruit then i started trying on these different fruits the only uh, the only motive that i had in mind was you know that it should be uh, obviously should be be able to make a business out of it it should be both commercially uh feasible and it should be sustainable so if yeah. you have a look at the products that we have all our fruits are sourced from within the state of maharashtra we don't have apples we don't have peaches plums cherries no we only have fruits that are grown in the state could be procured in abundance and are suffering majorly because of overproduction mm. so that was the that was the motive and hence we have this entire range of frizzante which consists of five different fruits entirely from the state of maharashtra 
what you're doing is quite innovative and exciting but uh, i am also intrigued to know like being a woman operating in the alcohol category in india how was your experience dealing with both traders farmers and the consumers on the other end um uh, so i've never felt that you know being a woman was an advantage or a hurdle uh in any sorts hmm. uh you know uh, uh, when i uh, first for seven long years when i was just going to the excise department or the mantralaya or you know talking to them is talking to the bureaucrats uh, uh there was they, they were really there was a really funny incident where you know one of a one of the bureaucrat uh used to see me sitting there you know almost every week uh, uh, on the table and then once he called me said you know come to my office and uh, and and you know he started asking me where i was from what i was doing you know and all of that and then you know he, he gave me a fr- he said you know this is a friendly advice you're such an educated person and you know you why did you come back from the us and why are you doing this you know this is not good you know this is alcohol yeah so uh, so th- this was one incident that i really found so people look at alcohol from a very different perspective i looked at look at it from a very different perspective whenever hmm. any webinar that i'm giving or i'm talking to students or i'm talking to other people my first very first slide and my very very first statement is consumption of alcohol is injurious to health be responsible drink responsibly <laughs> so this is the first thing i look i look at it like a business opportunity i look at it as an alternative to uh, to fruit produce uh, in the country which is not being utilized india being the largest uh, producer of tropical fruits india is unfortunately not the largest processor nor the largest exporter of these fruits that is the problem and that is what i'm addressing Hmm. And Priyanka, how um, have the consumers been reacting to Frusante? What are some of the early reactions? Are they liking it? Which is the most popular fruit and flavor amongst all the five offerings? So initially, when we started off, you know, like most of them just didn't understand that what it was. Uh, product awareness is something that just took us a very long time, and we are still, you know, we are still making people aware because this has not been done before. yeah people don't know about it you know when somebody when when somebody says wine they just have grapes in their mind you know so 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 the basic education starts and it's like we we have a cold pressed fruit juice and we ferment it and then we make so so this is what you know we've been we've been telling people some people like this is fruit beer some say this is fruit uh, you know fruit wine or or and then just people have their own um, ideas about it but uh, nonetheless it is a, it is a fermented beverage beer is a fermented beverage and wine is also a fermented beverage so uh, so uh, the reactions were you know what is this and why this i mean that's what people have been asking and, and each and every person of ours who's on the ground who's working is completely aware of you know why it is this way and what it is so mm. uh, so i think these are the these reactions we are going to keep getting uh, as much you know as if people start uh, asking questions more and more questions about it and as 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 in how we expand into other states uh, uh, we will keep getting these questions repeatedly so could you tell me more about how is frusante helping the farmers through this venture and uh, keeping the brand sustainable just to give you an example uh, the first lockdown that happened uh, was in march uh, around 20th of yeah. uh, 20th of march 2020 and uh, that's the strawberry crushing season for us Okay. uh so when markets were shut down market marketplaces were shut down farmers had no avenue to sell we processed around 21 tons of strawberry from mahableshwar with special permissions from the district collector 
hmm. and uh, you know we we uh, we were able to help the farmers uh, you know process their fruit in time where nothing was happening nothing was working for them you know there was hmm. no option for them to send their fruit anywhere so so this is uh, this is a in this time of crisis uh, you know uh, it's just because we are in this kind of uh, industry where you know we are able to process fruits uh and uh, not only that uh, once uh, you know uh, obviously there are a lot of other avenues to process fruits but uh, there are uh, you know there are uh, there are timelines there are expiration dates uh, being wines uh, we have more more longevity for the product so uh, this is how we this is this was one instance but nonetheless you know uh, just to another instance here uh, in dhanu gholwad where we where we get our chikus from so usually the pattern is that you know people um, they pay a, they get a price for their fruit depending on how much is the demand on the market demand so if the market demand is high and the fruit is less the farmers get more uh, you know returns on their product so by uh, by procuring you know fruits in tons we are increasing the market demand so once we hmm. increase the market demand automatically farmers started start to get a good cost for their produce you know so so that's that's what that's how we have been uh, i think we have been instrumental especially in this part of the country uh, uh, by you know keeping that demand tight yeah yeah uh priyanka thank you so much for coming on to the show um before we end this conversation one last thing that i wanted to ask you um is uh, what is your larger vision with the brand uh, frizante and what are you hoping to achieve with what you started so uh about fruzante obviously i want fruzante to you know be a brand that will process fruits from different parts of the country mm. and when i say that uh, i foresee that you know there should be a processing unit in every possible state to process these fruits you know which are grown there and abandoned yeah um, you know be it you know the dasheri mango from uttar pradesh or say the pineapples that are grown in assam or the apples that are grown in himachal so this is this is what i this is what i envision and uh, nonetheless i i i am very open i am uh, i've written i've i've written down my recipes i like to share them with people i want more and more people to experiment uh, on this so you know what i see is um, grape uh, as a tradition started off you know in 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 europe Hmm. and uh, you know they are super successful um, in india what we have our strength is tropical fruits so india should be known as a you know a fruit wine destination that's my dream hmm. so this is what i'm uh, you know envisioning 10 years 5 years down the line Thanks for listening in and please subscribe to the show to catch the next episode. You can follow us on Instagram to stay in touch and get all the updates. Our Instagram handle is vision.nari. That's v i s i o n . n a r i. If you know a visionary that I should feature on this podcast, write to me at the visionary podcast at the rate gmail.com. That's t h e v i s i o n n a r i podcast at the rate gmail.com this podcast is produced by launchora a storytelling and creative learning platform theme music is created by dialas wayne she is a uniquely talented music producer from new zealand 
do check out her music on SoundCloud or follow the link in the description. I'll see you guys soon with a new visionary. Have a great day.